Welcome to Fearless Founders, a podcast hosted by the Midland Institute for Entrepreneurship, where you will hear the stories of successful founders and visionaries from across the nation. Discover what drove their success, the failures they overcame, and what they learned along the way. My name is Karis Horton, and I am the founder of Socials Simplified. Our goal is to make social media marketing simple. I'll be your co-host for this season. Hi, I'm Austin Brooks, Executive Director of the Midland Institute for Entrepreneurship, the provider of the CEO Creating Entrepreneurial Opportunities Program, an experience-based program that is cultivating the next generation of young entrepreneurs and innovators in communities across the country. These stories you're about to hear have inspired hundreds in our network, and we're excited to share them with you. If you want to learn more about CEO's transformational learning environment that's changing lives of young people in communities all across the country, visit discoverceo.com. Let's jump in. Karis Horton, welcome to season two. We are so excited that you're our host this year. And uh, thanks for joining us. How are you doing today? I am good. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Well, I feel like right at the start of this kickoff episode, we need to let the cat out of the bag that the reason you're our host this year is because you're a past alumni of this program. And so I think for our listeners, whether you know a CEO or not, we're going to talk a little bit about this high school program that teaches high school kids how to run their own business. Karis was one of our alumni from the Mount Carmel CEO program class of 2018. Yep. (laughs) Karis, you know, um, what do you think? Being an alumni, now officially the host of Fearless Founders, how's it feel? One, I think I feel a little old. <laughs> but two, I just feel so blessed to be back. Like I was a nerd with CEO. I loved everything CEO. I, I just loved the opportunity to get to hear and learn from other guests that we would have. So I feel like I get to have like a little piece of that again. Yeah. And I think what's interesting, just that little piece of that, you you talked a lot about like your year and how you transformed. And so high schools can, you know, high school stage of life for all you listeners, if it's been years and years since you've been in high school, like myself, you know, if you just remember back with us for a minute is it's all, it can be about, you know, the, the, those, those groups, those clicks, those dramas, what you get used to. Right. And you said this one quote to me, I don't know if you remember saying this to me that I was talking to you like two, three years ago where you were just like kind of you know, giving me an update of what you're up to and you're mentoring me on some other stuff. But you made this made this quote that CEO allowed you to recreate yourself and your reputation. And so I was more interested in the part where you said recreate yourself because our listeners today, I think no matter what their age is, some people may be in a job, they may be in a career path. And yeah, what it, what did what did you mean by recreate yourself? Yeah, so I think in high school and just in society in general, we all have our stereotypes where we feel like we should be fitting in. So for me, I was an athlete. I played volleyball. It was a big part of my life. And so I kind of identified as an athlete. And I've always wanted to be more than an athlete, but it seemed as if like that was just kind of where I was put in. And that's what I needed to continue to do. And although I loved playing volleyball and I wanted to play in college and I did, I knew that that I wanted more out of life. I did not want to finish my years of playing and then feel empty and void. So what CEO did for me is it actually helped me realize I was more than an athlete, that I had other passions and drives, and that I was able to use some of the 
core values and lessons we learn through sports in the real world. And I loved like the group of people whom I got to be in the CEO class with because it was like-minded individuals who are also willing to take on this challenge of being in a non-traditional class and learn something new. And I just felt like I was able to step out of my comfort zone for the first time ever. Well, I think what I'm super excited about for all our listeners today is you're bringing that community, that step outside your comfort zone, that ability to connect to all of our listeners. And so, you know, one more question, you know, that I think would be really interesting just to cover in this kickoff episode is, you know, CEO is about learning. CEO is about learning new skills. CEO is about putting yourself out there. And even if you, you know, know you're not going to hit a home run, maybe you're, you put yourself out there and you fail because you know failure is a such a great way to teach yourself. And so in true CEO fashion, we're doing that even with this season too. But have you ever hosted a podcast or been on a podcast before this? So I have been a guest on multiple podcasts, but no, I've never hosted a podcast. This is my first time. And so I just thought that, you know, your willingness to be like honest with that super cool because, (laughs) you know, we, if you want to start being an entrepreneur, where do you start? And obviously we talk a lot about high school students creating their own business because we believe that we expect too little out of this age group. But I'll tell you some of my favorite entrepreneurs I've met, they haven't started and created their first venture until they were 50, right? So the entrepreneurial journey can start at any, any age and the entrepreneurial mindset can be adopted by all. And so, you know, because we believe entrepreneurs think different, that solution mindedness is a big theme that all our listeners are going to pick up on through your amazing interviews this season, Kara. So I just like to say, even though you've never hosted a podcast before, I was pretty impressed how you grew throughout the whole season. But the reason I knew you absolutely were the right fit to be our host for this year is you just you possess a genuine curiosity and a heart to work with good people that are doing good in the world. And so you've done a phenomenal job in all the different kind of stages of your career, from high school student to college student to now young professional. You're very mindful of finding a good community good mentors, and keeping a growth mindset in your personal life. So I was super excited to see where your curiosity would lead you. And I knew that would be great for our listeners. This when we obviously when we record this, this is a live experience for current CEO students from this past year. But then we also know listening to this episode today, we'll have many of our alumni facilitators, board members and mentors listening to this, and then so many other people who maybe are just passionate about understanding more about what it means to be an entrepreneurial thinker. So Karis, what have you learned about your voice through hosting your first ever podcast? I think one of the things I've learned, I don't know if this has to do with my voice, but I was reminded once again, how powerful it is to take the time to listen and learn from someone else who's gone through experiences. So all these guests that we had on, just being able to for 30, 45 minutes, sit down and just ask a question and then listen to them talk. It was such a beautiful experience. I learned so much more than I would have if I would have gone into it just trying to be the one that spoke the whole time. And as a host, I got to sit back, ask a question and listen. And I I love learning from people. And this, this experience gave me the opportunity just to do that. 
Absolutely. And I, I feel like now is also a great time to define why we do Fearless Founders. You did an amazing job, and, and some of our listeners may know, many may not, that not only are you host, but you're the one booking these guests behind the scenes. And so I, I really asked you, the one thing I asked when you took on this responsibility and, and ownership of this entire series is, who do you find interesting at you know your age? You know, you're a step ahead of these CEO students, but you're also someone who's really connected in entrepreneurial circles. So I was super fascinated by who you wanted to curate for us in the season. Season two. And so I am amazed. I mean, you've got some New York Times bestsellers, some, you know, multi, multi-millionaires, some people who've founded these amazing businesses and, you know, pitched their businesses on Shark Tank and, and does some extraordinary things. And I and felt so lucky that I got to have the excuse of fearless founders to get to connect with these people. Like personally, I was like, dang, this is amazing. I get to connect with these people. <laughs> Absolutely. And you you connected with them. Many of them, you know your name. Many of them have followed up and asked for you to be on their podcast. I've been <laughs> amazed by all that's happened because you've been this host. But the question I wanted to ask, what I wanted to define today is why we're doing Fearless Founders. And so for our high-level guests, you know, you have picked people that at, at a national level, they may pay attention to CEO because, you know, we're now operating in 10 states and CEO is becoming a bigger deal. And you're, you're providing access to these amazing people to to students who may not be able to meet these folks in their own local rural communities or, or just their communities wherever they're taking CEO. So what is it what is it meant to you to be able to book these guests, interact with these people, and ultimately, you know, connect them with, you know, your CEO peers that are people that are taking CEO just like you? Yeah. It felt like I was bringing the CEO experience to people that maybe didn't get the chance to, because I know after these live interviews go out, we're going to have listeners who never got to be a part of CEO. And I think about how CEO has impacted me just because the way it has introduced me to others who were like-minded and other individuals who've just done such great things. And the fact that now we get to bring that experience out to the world and part of communities that don't have this program, I just I feel so lucky and thankful to be a part of this journey to bring these types of thinkers out to those communities. So Karis, I have to ask you, as an alumni of Mount Carmel CEO, what do you remember? What sticks out from your CEO experience? And then ultimately, can you talk a little bit about, you're now at age 22, and sorry to to out your <laughs> age, but I think it's a good context for our listeners to know that you're still very much a young professional, but you're also a serial entrepreneur. You've launched multiple ventures. Can you kind of talk us through your business you founded and then the ventures that you've had along the way and what they've taught you? Yeah. So my CEO business was called Jars of Hope. Through this business, I sold dried food ingredients in jars. So like chocolate chip cookie mix, potato soup mix, hot chocolate mix. And the the money I made through that business, I donated it to the orphanage I was adopted from in Ethiopia, Africa. So in 2018, I actually got to hand deliver the money. And it was such a, it was an amazing experience. It was nice to get to go back to the country that I spent my first nine years in. But to be able to have started a business, rally a community behind me to be willing to support this mission helped me realize 
I want to do this for the rest of my life. So I didn't continue doing Jars of Hope just because after getting to college, it was hard to manage. But that's what started my entrepreneurship journey. And before graduating college, I actually was able to start my second business. And throughout my college experience, my professors actually helped me start this business. And I connected with my professors through the skills that was taught to me in in CEO. And so I now own a marketing agency where I help churches, nonprofits, small businesses, and just people with positive messages use the power of social media to share their message. So it feels good to be my own boss at 22 years old. It feels weird to be like, yeah, working for myself. I have friends who graduated with the same degree as myself, business administration, and our working jobs they absolutely hate. So sometimes I wake up and I'm like, wow, I cannot believe I get to do my own thing and feel like I'm actually making true positive impact in the world through what I created. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm just thinking about, you know, how you described that story. And and you had mentioned at one point, like you figured out, like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And so you weren't necessarily talking about jars of hope, but having an impact on a people group that meant something to you or someone who was doing good in the world. And so, you know, one thing we always say is like many of these students find that they can very successfully run a side hustle or a business out of their dorm room. And I think pretty consistently, you know, we have students that are like, wow, do I even need to do the college experience? Some go so far as to start questioning that. But for these entrepreneurial journey of somebody just like yourself, creating this business, you know, even if they don't run it for years and years after, like there's so much you learn. And so it's cool to see for you. Now you're already on to that next venture. And, you know, as all your peers are looking for just that nine to five, that job to pay the bills, you're like, I'm actually able to like, what, why are you, you know, why are you risking it and building your own business? Because you, it would have been easier just to jump in and work for somebody else's business but like you've built up an entire client base and built it around your own brand. Like wouldn't it have been easier just to like get a job after college? Well, yeah. And I almost did go that route because I do have that mindset of just being scared of, will I be able to support myself? And that that's one of the risks I'm um, run into with entrepreneurship, but I'm actually more scared of living a life where I don't feel fulfilled. That drives me more. And I know I would be, a great employee to somebody else. I'm not bragging. I just, I would be, I would work hard and I will do my best. But if I'm going to do that, I want to put that energy towards what I'm creating and towards something that I 100% believe in. So I wanted, I started this whole thing while in college because I knew when I graduated, I wanted to be able to start my entrepreneurship journey right away versus waiting around and working for somebody else first. Okay, Austin, you know, I love asking questions. So I have to ask you a question. What is the origin story of CEO? And why are you involved in in CEO? Why do you love it so much? (laughs) Yeah, those are two loaded questions. And yeah, I'd, I'd love to unpack those. But for me, CEO started when I was a high school student too. So I'm now 35 years old. So we've got quite a bit of years between us. But when I was a high school junior, I remember being really frustrated because there was this amazing serial entrepreneur in our community. He was a Harvard business grad. He was a big deal. He had just recently written a book. And all the adults in my life had stories about him. But what was bothering me is 
I actually didn't know him and I wanted to talk to him myself. And so I had a world-class educator or two actually world-class educators at the time. And one of those educators name was Craig Linval. And what Craig told me that changed my life, he said, Austin, you can talk to anyone. And he gave me that permission to connect and I never look back. And so that's where I get so excited for the series. And for you, this has been this, the way that I've lived for me since high school. And so what happened is I asked this amazing serial entrepreneur for 30 minutes of its time. It took me a month or so to get a meeting. And I remember meeting him in person and he gave me an hour of his time. And it was a phenomenal conversation. I got back to school the next day and my teacher sat me down and they asked me, Austin, you met with this entrepreneur. How, how was it? And I'm like, he actually knows a thing or two about business. And they're like, yeah, this guy's like a multi, multi-millionaire. Like, and he started five businesses and he's, you know, and everyone has been more successful than the last. But what I was amazed by when I spent time with this entrepreneur, he didn't only tell me his successes, he's told me about his failures. And so for me, that planted such an interesting journey, very similar to the journey that you're going to take all these listeners on throughout this amazing Fearless Founder series, where you've got these world-class performers and minds and creatives and ultimately founders of you know these businesses that you're bringing on to share your curiosity and your questions to you know take people down this journey. So it's kind of cool to to see how I asked this question in high school, then these men way wiser than me go and build the CEO program. So that one of those high school teachers became the first CEO facilitator. He was the first executive director of Midland Institute. And ultimately, you know, 30 years in education, he built what he saw missing in schools. And that's why CEO is never in a classroom. It's always in a business. And it's very much with the mindsets that we're going to be unpacking, you know, in the rest of season two. So for me, why I work here now, you know, I've been on the Midland team since 2017, been the executive director for the last three years. It's kind of full circle where I want to see more young professionals have this experience. But for anyone hungry to learn that entrepreneurial mindset, I want them to figure out I can take a risk. I can put one foot in front of the other and learn some new skills, not be afraid to fail because that very failure will be what can teach me and challenge me to get better. And so sometimes, like you said, like even with your personal story, it's scary. It's scary to not have a job or a for sure paycheck. But if you can really you know, put yourself out there and learn your market and figure out you know, your margins and build a product to service and bring it to market. And a great quote that I always love for entrepreneurs is your business is only as good as it's for sell. And so there's a lot of people who are entrepreneurs versus entrepreneurs. That quote, entrepreneurs versus entrepreneurs, that's Mark Cuban. And if you watch Shark Tank, you've heard of that. But Rory Vaden has this quote, your business is only as good as it's for sale. And so if you're out there and you've had these business ideas, well, try to bring it to market, try to sell it and stop waiting for everybody else to have ideas that they do, you know, that and just go after it. And so Karis, you're someone who you've built multiple brands, you've built some amazing businesses, and you're also inspiring a generation to continue on that pathway. So for all you listening today, so excited you're uh, tuned in with us. Karis, any last thoughts as we kick off this episode with some amazing guests that you've brought in and uh, just any feelings or big takeaways that you've had from meeting with all these successful people this year? You know, I'm just excited for people to get to listen to these individuals that we've brought on. And I just hope listeners leave each one of these episodes feeling inspired and encouraged to go after whatever it is that they're they're envisioning towards because that's exactly how I felt after each one of these episodes I just I felt inspired and I think that's just such a valuable thing 
Well, I think a perfect way to wrap up this kickoff episode is just to make an invite. If you've listened to this point in the episode, first, thank you. We don't take it for granted. Everyone who's spending time with us, we appreciate you. But we also want to invite you to be part of this community. Whether you took CEO or not, like this CEO family, like we are constantly trying to invite more people in because we're teaching people how to learn. We're teaching people how to be solution-minded. And so if you want to follow us anywhere that podcast can be followed, you know, or leaving us a review is great, but feel free to reach out. Find Karis and I on social media. Karis has an amazing TikTok, Instagram following. Uh, I know you're on Facebook as well. Uh, for me, I love to connect with any of you on LinkedIn. So look us up and we really are excited that you're tuned into this year's season two of Fearless Founders. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If any of the topics of this conversation resonated with you, share it with a friend, leave a review or rating, or subscribe to find out when future episodes drop. And if you want to learn more about how the CEO program's transformational experience changes the lives of students in communities all across the country, visit discoverceo.com.